Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Pierre-Luigi Colina. Naughty's football icon with no hair, an intense stare, and considerable refereeing flair. Ref the World Cup final, the Champions League final, and a third round Champions League qualifier between Everton and Villarreal. Multiple winner of Serie A's best ref, world's best ref, as well as recipient of an honorary degree from the University of Hull. Boldly went where no ref had ever gone before when he graced the cover of Pro Evo 3 and 4, and most impressively of all, Football Book Club's first ever referee. But what will everyone think of his book, The Rules of the Game? find out in this week's football book club he he starts quite a lot of things where you think oh here we go this is going to be a great story and then he tells the story and you're just left with a sense of empty despair <laughs> <laughs> i did think throughout this that a toby carvery would blow his mind i'm doing this purely on vibes man join us next week when we prank pavarotti and he's so shocked he beats him to death. that's what you want in a prank show <laughs> the only thing i can say is mamma mia Hello and welcome to Football Book Club, the only book club where, instead of literary classics, each episode we read another footballer's autobiography. Less Roald Dahl, more John Dahl whispers Thomason. Thank you, Greg Pigeon, uh, for that one. <laughs> the whispers made it. I like that. He, he wrote brackets, whispers. Uh, whispers. Don't fuck this up, James. You whisper this bit. I hope I did you proud, Greg. I'm James Bug, and over the weeks we'll be reading classics such as Ian Holloway's Ollie and Lee Yumpyo's I Am The Thought. But today, <laughs> sadly, only in South Korean. Sadly, only in South okay, Korean. Okay, well, get learning. Yeah, I, I have to. I have to. Uh, but today, we're reading Pierluigi Kalina's uh, The Rules of the Game. And joining me to read it are friend of the show, Jack Bernhardt. How dare you? Thank you. Friend of the show, Tash Frisco. Hi. And another friend of the show, three friends, is James Belgian. Oh, hi. Thank you. It's That's right. It's the three friends and James Buck. <laughs> <laughs> Enemy of the show. Enemy of the show. <laughs> How are we all doing? Good, thank you. We're good. Yeah. yeah. It's, our, it's our first ref. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone remembers their first ref. Does, uh, <laughs> does, does Jeff Winter have a book? Well, that's a good question. Winter oh, of our got, discontent. Uh, about, yeah, yeah, that would be it. Yeah, very good. Very well, good. no, because that would be no, that would be a chapter title. Yes, mm. true. It would be his gripes. Now, mm. I don't like to get on my high horse too often, but I get, <laughs> it is time for Jeff Winter's Discontent. Winter of Jeff actually, Winter's Discontent. He actually does have a book, and it's does not he? a dissimilar title to that. It's called Jeff Winter, Who's the Bastard in the Black? 
I think Shakespeare was yeah. going for one of those two, and he went. It was, yeah, it was down to those two. <laughs> that was the original for, uh, name of Twelfth Night. <laughs> yeah. He's such a caricature, Jeff Winter. Do you remember him? Uh, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Um. Yeah. Very nineties naughty Z ref. Very nice. Up there with Graham and Paul, I would say. Up there with the pole. Yeah. With the yeah. pole. With the pole. <laughs> Up Paul. there with the pole with him. <laughs> um, but today we're reading an even more iconic refs book. The the ref. The ref. The ref. The ref. You are yeah. the ref. He is the ref. Indisputable. Indisputable. He is the most iconic ref of all time, isn't he? Really? Yeah. Hundred percent. Hard to think of any of any other referee, really. And it's not just because he looks, you know, quite terrifying. <laughs> such a, such a, such a, such a, such a distinct look. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it, it, the it, eyes, quite, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But he also backed it up by being good at his job, which yeah. you can usually <laughs> coast on one the other. If like you're really like, <laughs> <laughs> which one are we coasting on? I, I, I feel bad if I say for you three, which of you are going on? <laughs> no, no, which come of you on. are going we've on? Opened, we've opened Pandora's God. box. Let's do it. Tash, 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 you've got an interesting story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Yeah, tell us all about um, your uh, issues with this book. So I, this, me and this book have been following each other around the Greater Sussex area for the last <laughs> week um, because I had to go and stay in a travel lodge for a week um, due to various issues with my house. Oh no! My house was oh. was leaking. Um, oh, and... got a leaky house. What what was it leaking? <laughs> You don't want to know, Jack. You do not want to know. Um, and they said, you can't go in the house. We're going to box some stuff up. We're going to send it to you. And I had to write down this bloody book on the list of things, the list of urgent things that I could not live without for a week. That's and so they funny. called me like, is this is this right? I was like, yeah, it's in the office. I need you to go and get it. It's really urgent. I'm doing a podcast on it. Then I had to explain the whole concept of the podcast to yeah. you guys from That's the always awkward. Gas That's boards. Always. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> we've probably got some new listeners from the gas board. So hi guys. Uh, thank, hey, you for, thank you for bringing the book two days too late. So I now don't have it. So <laughs> don't slag off our, our <laughs> new listeners. <laughs> name, and, name and shame. Name and shame the board. <laughs> David, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need him. We need him. But no, you realise that by not... not having a specific last name, we've now fucked off all the gas all David. board oh, people sorry, called David. David, 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 oh, David All the other Davids. <laughs> yeah. But I, so I'm doing this purely on vibes, man. I've got whatever, whatever Kalina's still in my head. That's what okay. I'm with today. That's fine. Do you think the, the gas board had... of how Kalina did it? He, did <laughs> yeah. <this>. yeah. <laughs> he, would, he would have no idea absolutely. what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. no. Real, real vibes, man. Yeah. Do you think there's someone like, if they were like, we've got to either get this book, we've got to either get like this person who's diabetic, who needs their insulin. We need to either mm-hmm. get them their insulin <laughs> or we need to get Hash Frisco. <laughs> Pierre well, I will you, say the woman, the woman next door to me, who also had to leave with her two children, she got mm. her baby food the day after I got my stuff. So yeah, probably. I think I did jump the queue. And yeah. <laughs> David's gone up my David's gone up my This arguably he more understands important priorities. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Babies can survive a day yeah. without food. True. Yeah. Google it. Don't do yeah. it. But Google it. I gave I gave my baby this book, and she hasn't had to eat for weeks. Amazing. <laughs> Perfect. There we go. Well, what an inspiring story. Um, but the book itself, uh, Tash, just a just a joggy memory. Mm-hmm. I'll read the thing. Um, I'll read the well, thing. Well, I've actually the, uh, just front. noticed you flapping your copy around there on the video screen that I can yeah. see, and I've got a different cover to you. Have you? Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. mine's yellow. 
Yellow? Yeah. yellow? He's wearing a yellow top and he's going oh. like that. Oh. He's doing what? Tasha's a very, um, a very uh, a, a, a you, <laughs> salute. Did you read Usain Bolt's book? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did I did actually have a question for you guys. Like, I mean, it doesn't really matter when I ask it because I've got, no, <laughs> I've got nothing in front of me. But mm-hmm. when I was Googling him, it said that he later went on to be the face of like a Japanese frozen food brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a few of things. I that none of that was in my book, and I wondered if I had an older copy. But did no, it make it into yours? Ah, damn it! He, he did mention getting punked at one point oh. <laughs> by like yep. some some Italian thing. Yep. But no, he, he you're right. He did. He was um he did some fashion campaigns as well. Mm. He's a very striking man. Yeah. He's already yes. like, well, Adidas and all the rest of it. And yeah. yeah. Pro Evo. Pro Evo. The fact that he was on the front cover of Pro Evo is one of the most bonkers yes, things. I, I totally that is agree. such a, 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 an early naughty thing. That is, it's yeah. a really cool cover as well, isn't it? It's a it? great yeah. cover. It yeah. arguably one of the most iconic covers. Yeah. But the, and also it was to celebrate the fact that they had added referees in. You can't play as the referee. It's, <laughs> well, it's the equivalent <laughs> of like Pro Evo saying, let's make an advertising hoarding our, our front cover <laughs> because we've got was, advertising an, hoardings now. He was an unlockable <laughs> one, wasn't he? He didn't come with the game he was exactly the unlockable to... yeah there was there were the standard who cares referees your jeff <laughs> yeah. winters your graham Pauls, kalina and it, but it, no there's no ability it's not that's the thing but when you i want to know players... how bad did you have to be to unlock him like did he come out the gate if you did something really naughty Ooh, and he, like, see. Barged yeah. like in gta when you get a yeah. five-star rating <laughs> <laughs> if you if you manage to slide tackle the goalkeeper and then run away from the referee, hel- police helicopters came in. <laughs> Kalina would fly down, uh, but that was good because then sometimes he'd come with the tank, and then if you if you hijack that, you'd have a tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I feel like uh, before we talk about his extracurricular activities, we should get to the, the the gist of the book, Tash, just to to remind you what's yep. going on with it. Uh, first of all, it's a lovely short book, lovely small book mm-hmm. from Tarzan. Mm. Four. It's tiny. It's a little, a little know, tiny a, book. A five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it promises to take us to the world of refereeing like never before. Kalina describes how it feels to make a difficult decision, the pressures from the crowd and from the players while taking us through the most significant matches he's refereed. But more than anything, this is Pierre Luigi's chance to speak out about the game he loves, his passion, and sometimes controversial views, a compulsory reading for anyone with a passing interest in the beautiful game. In my opinion, Kalina is the best referee in the game. David Beckham. That's a quote at the end. That last yeah. bit. Um, that's a weird. That's a weird quote that isn't that doesn't tell you about the quality of the book. Nope, it's not like, at all. It's like you know, David. Beckham, a character reference. You, you know, he's a, he's a footballer. <laughs> yeah. Well, he likes this guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, here's another quote. Let's get into it. Let's read Pierre Luigi Cleaners. The rules of the game. James Bug. So, over the show, we're going to go into more depth about the book. We've got a dramatic reading, a quiz, and Ken Zong is back with yet more of your requests. Yes. Um, but first, let's see what Amazon's saying. Uh, the book has 4.2 stars from 81 reviews. 81? Very, pretty well read, right? I was surprised too. That is surprising. Yeah. Hanneman had zero, didn't he? Was he I think first? so, yeah. But it was our Google yeah. whack. Well, just because they're both bald men doesn't mean that they're comfortable. <laughs> that, is the, that is true. Yeah, they've got a very similar audience. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who buys um, those um, skull, what are they called? Skull crushers? Oh, the skull, skull things that you get on the bus that yeah, ad- yeah, yeah, yeah. really it's aggressively advertised on the bus. Yeah. Did like, you see hey, the do you want to lose all your hair? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the picture of him that went like, viral a few weeks ago of him with a big mop of hair? He's a very handsome man. No, what old cleaner. cleaner? Yeah, yeah. Did well, when you he's younger, yeah. When he's younger, he's got like a proper seventies like mop. Mm. Do 
Sweet. Oh, he's very handsome. He's got a handsome face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I mean, does he look, does he have a handsome face? He does. <laughs> yes, he's got a handsome face. He's got he's, that, like, I could imagine him being a sort uh, of weird model for San Laurent or something. Definitely, definitely. And Jack, I didn't want to say, but um, for you to be saying that, when I was definitely going to come down on one particular side of that debate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so what have I done? <laughs> um, no, I would never say that. He's got an expressive face is what I'll say. And actually, I think him having hair doesn't make him, doesn't make that better, I would mm-hmm, say. Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. a very, there's an interesting, like, wonderfully like he's got a great expressive face and i sort of feel like it, 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 i'm only looking at the face when when i'm looking at kalina Agreed. i'm not looking at the at the top he ain't got hair he, he ain't care you don't care <laughs> <laughs> so like i say the book's got 4.2 stars from 81 Ooh. reviews um including this four star review from amazon customer reading package was too big for the item purchased other than that i'm satisfied <laughs> 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 I think Kalina's got that one framed. Yeah. <laughs> but what did you think about it? Agree? Well, the, the package was too big the, for the, the item. Package, too big. <laughs> yeah, the package was too big. Um, I mean, in some ways, I do think the package was too big. As in, like, it, there's sort of a level of this book. It's a very weird and hard book to read. I'm going to say it is short. Mm-hmm. It is mercifully short. But there, are, I think I've written more question marks. It, throughout this book than any other book we've done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, from the get-go, it's very weird. Do you, it start, do you think that's because it's translated? I think, yes. I think there's an oh, ele- yeah, there's yeah, definitely yeah. an element of translation, but there's also, like, he has a real uh, knack for starting about ten things at once, and then you're never entirely sure which one he's continuing on with. So mm-hmm. he'll be like, obviously I've talked about the World Cup final 20 times, and you're like, but have you? I haven't. I've been reading this for 50 pages and I'm not sure you mentioned it once. And then I go, well, obviously, well, this, this, uh, match that I did in Syria was between Atlanta and Lazio. Before I tell you about that, I can tell you about the time that I managed Manchester United versus Bayern Munich. That was a good final. Also a good final it was a World Cup final that I did in 2002. Also <laughs> was a good final. The one that I did in Serie C. And you're like, where are, what year is it? What's going on? I, it, it's that- a fundamentally very confusing book, I would say. I, I, I do agree with that. And it's also basically ref propaganda. It's oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. it's largely <laughs> rare propaganda, but I enjoyed it. I still thought I, I, it can be tedious, like you say, but I actually found a lot of it very interesting. Uh, and I, I would learned, say I that was the refs. word. It, that was the word that I would use. It was interesting. It wasn't yeah. enjoyable, but it was mm. interesting to see the game from another side. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, and well, there were some bits that I enjoyed. I'm not going to say it was enjoyable. Some bits are unhinged, but um, one, thing <laughs> I, one, one thing I want to take up was uh, it is bizarrely formatted, which you kind of mentioned, Jack, a little bit. But it kind of takes you through a match. The book, yeah. uh, the, yes, the chapters there. It's so. What is it? It's like uh, preparation, the match, uh, my own world, me, and that, that kind of thing. It's kind of before the match, during the match, after the match, and then every chapter is broken up into other little chapters with little titles. Like it's an episode of Frasier. <laughs> kind of, kind of. <laughs> the world's it's worst a, episode of Frasier. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> little things just break up before. Um, titles like When Seeing Into the Future is Impossible, or there's another one which called The Erstwild Lads. The Erstwild Lads! <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. I, I think that, that formatting thing hurt it, and that was also what I was confused about when he was saying, like, I, I'm talking about this final now or this final, because he would, because he would never, what I thought it was going to be yeah. was. <clears throat> here are some of my favorite matches the match started like this but then this happened that was really interesting and then afterwards this is the fallout and here's another match what he did instead was like all of the preparations for every match he's ever done and like how he prepares for every single match and therefore 
all it, sta- it he was starting telling he was starting to tell the story of each match in each chapter and then only in the match chapter would he actually talk about the match mm-hmm, so you mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. It, it in that sense it was yeah discombobulating all over the shop i would say i i do agree i do agree james agreed yes but <laughs> he redeems himself early on because i had to i had to find this out i was like is his daughter actually called carolina colina what a great... <laughs> is she? Yeah. <laughs> well, he dedicates it to his wife and daughters. Yeah. Um, oh, I good spot. Francesca and Carolina. I was like, no way. She's called Carolina Kalina. <laughs> Carolina Kalina. <laughs> she that is. is a wonderful name. <laughs> Carolina Kalina. That's definitely, uh, yeah. <laughs> Shakira, Shakira. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to say it's like a bad bunny lyric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carolina Kalina. <laughs> I mean, I think he's an interest. Like I say, I think he's an interesting guy. Yeah, and I think he's clearly got a lot of interesting stories. I don't think he fully understands how anecdotes work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, if I can be perfectly honest with you, he he starts quite a lot of things where you think, "Oh, here we go. This is going to be a great story." And one, and this happens about five times through the book where you're like, "It's going to be a great story," and then he tells the story, and you're just left with a sense of empty despair. <laughs> <laughs> There's one where he said, uh, and, uh, he, he talks about how research helped him not being taken in by Scherzi Aparte, an Italian television show in which famous people are the target of various tricks and jokes. Oh, and the punking. Like, yes. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Luigi Colina <laughs> knows that a punking's about to happen and he's going to turn things on its head. He's going to, he'll, he'll see through what the classic Italian punkers are doing. He says, um, my company got in touch with me to propose an advertising endorsement for a supposed internet service provider and invited me to a meeting in a Vira- Via Reggio hotel. Oh. I made some inquiries about the companies and discovered it was a real one, but also obtained some information that didn't quite match up with the things that I was told by the people I eventually met. This set alarm bells ringing for me, and so the joke was a flop. <laughs> oh. Imagine Ashton I Kutcher mean, to going to all to these lengths like, like, we're going to get him, we're going to get him, we're going to get him. <laughs> to him this book came out in 2003 i would have fallen for any old crap they'd have told me about the internet back then yeah true i still i mean i'm look it's (laughs) i suppose what i mean is it's technically impressive is what i will say and this is very true of a lot of this book yeah it's It's not a good anecdote (laughs) yeah exactly you don't you don't really want him to kind of fall for punkings because he's such an authority figure (laughs) what i would like like getting punked like Oh, I think that's the saying, of course. That'd be funny. Does the Pope get pumped? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he does. Um, But I I was at least expecting it to be like, so I knew that was up. So when I asked about it, they said this to me. And I said, I think you'll find that's not. There's just no details. It's just, so the joke fell flat. It's sort of. Like, there are other ones where he he seems to big them up as well, where he sort of talks about, like, as we all know at this moment in uh, in my career that you're always all going to know about that people will always talk to me about it's Ed Mielsen's back to front shirt incident <laughs> and I was like oh here we go that here is we go for us usually Pierre Luigi is going to have a great story about something I guess someone will have their shirt on back to front and like he'll trip over and everyone will start laughing and maybe the dog will get involved I mean, it'll be it'll be great and the story is he received a new one from the touchline, takes off the torn one, and then starts a strange dance as arms flail about in an attempt to put it on. Uh, there's a collective ooh of relief from the crowd, turns to general laughter. He's got the shirt on, but it's back to front. Eventually, he gets to the white, r- right way round, and the stadium erupts in applause. <laughs> Admittedly, <sighs> that is better than 99% of our um, dramatic readings. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> there is more drama in that than pretty much every other one we've done. 
But the the thing that I find weird about it is that it's not as if he hasn't had an interesting career. No. Like there there are lots of this book is dedicated to him like to 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 players, you know, getting the shirt on the wrong way or like other times where um he spends like entire pages about the time where he went to a hotel and the hotel he was staying at was uh, in the mountains. And then, oh no, the football team that he was refereeing was also staying in that hotel. So what did he do? He carefully avoided them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> great. That could have been a great sitcom episode. That could have been great. Been great. <laughs> but it's just, no, it's it just would, basically, it would have been oh, well, Frasier. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> Niles, I've been booked for the same hotel as the team I'm refereeing. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, but the, the the thing is, he has had interesting things happen to him, like yep. throughout his career. Because he'll say, like, "Oh yeah, you know, the time that this the the I stayed in the same hotel as this other team," and then he'll mention, "Oh, obviously, I've been bundled into the backs of cars while fans pelt things at me, and like uh, where like players will uh, besiege the dressing room and throw things at me, and like I'll have to be escorted <laughs> by police." But I'm not interested in talking about that. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah, the yeah. one part where he says, like, it's almost as if the the biographer is saying, like. Do you have an anecdote? Do you have any anecdotes about the interesting, the interesting things that go on in your life? I'm going to find the exact page number because I want to say it. I'm very uh, excited. Yeah. There we go. And it's the it's the best pe- it's the best line of the whole book. I think we can all agree. When he's about to get to the bits where it's like he's talking about like really intense matches that he's played in, like the really hardcore games. He says that it's the match of the week. It's like a prize, a recognition. Paid no heed to the risk involved because, like, fans are so angry. And you're like, this is great. This is the anecdote. This is, it's going to happen. And he says, and today, when I think back on some of the situations I've been in, the only thing I can say is, Mamma mia! (laughs) (laughs) No more, no less, just Mamma mia! (laughs) That sums up the book. Pierre Luigi! (laughs) Say more, Pierre Luigi! But also the idea that his biographer would have been like, so so just just any interesting thing would be good. And and also, if you could try not to be like a stereotype. (laughs) (laughs) Of an attack like just just try to be he's like, okay, I'll I'll think of something to say. I think the the only thing I can say I think the only thing I can say is (laughs) Mamma Mia! (laughs) Terrible. I, I I agree with you, Jet, because there's one um, story I wanted to mention as well, which again really built it up, and this kicks off a um, cha- this kicks off a subchapter called "Why do you want to do that?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it goes, uh, "There's a recurring question that I'm asked by people I meet. But what made you want to be a football referee? What is it that makes a young lad become a referee? It's not an easy question, and it's difficult for me to come up with a suitable answer. The instinctive re- reply is simply chance." A classmate used to sit next to me at secondary school said, one day, why don't we sign up for a football referees course? And I replied, why not? And that's it. <laughs> that's the <laughs> story. Our whole story is that his mate said, you want to be referee? Like, yeah, well, I guess I could yeah. be. Yeah, sure. I why not? Yeah. Do, you, do you want to referee the World Cup final? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. oh, yeah. yeah I could do, do that. That. Yeah. that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> God. Can we read that Ed Nielsen story one more time? <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He also, but it, it, it's frustrating because I think there's a more interesting like story behind it because he does again later on when he's talking about like his favorite players that he's ever like refereed or like mm-hmm. managed his champions and he goes throughout like all the players that he's done he's like raul barese and like <clears throat> roberto baggio and then at the end he says uh my favorite my favorite player and i'm gonna say who my favorite player is and then i'm not going and he actually says this i'm not going to elaborate on why or anything else about it and you'll just have to deal with that my favorite <laughs> player is david beckham Next chapter. You're like, why? 
Why is he your favorite yeah, player? I, I guess is he's still trying him? to be so impartial because I guess, you know, he was still refing no, at this time and Beckham was still playing. He didn't want to be seen as a favorite. But he talks about like other players. He talks about Raul, who would have been, play, would have been playing at the same time and like how affectionate he is with him and like how and like Batistuta like having a joke and a laugh. And True. It, I, Maybe I, Beckham it, did. Um, You know, like um, when George Michael died. <laughs> I start so many stories oh like that. <laughs> so many things came out about George Michael, really nice things that like he'd watch an episode of Deal or No Deal and someone really did the yeah. money and he'd just send the money. Maybe David Beckham did something similar for Pierre Luigi Clean. He didn't want to mention it. Do you want to embarrass him? Do you want to embarrass him? I will take no further questions on the fact that David Beckham <laughs> paid because I was on Deal or No Deal. It went really badly for me. <laughs> he gave me £250,000, no questions asked. <laughs> I'm going to defend Pierre Luigi Colina because I think there was a bit of um, playful bashing in that last uh, that last segment. Um, but I, and <laughs> <laughs> you will be disciplined for it. Um, this is, uh, Sorry, do we have to do that now? Yeah. If we do some playful bashing, we have to we have to say this is no, 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 this is or, just really giving me the vibe of if we were all in a classroom together. James yep. would definitely be the teacher's pet, wouldn't he? It absolutely like, would be. That's what you like. I knew you'd love this book because he does everything right. No way, man. No way, man. I'm gonna live forever. This is like this is like <laughs> <laughs> this is like when um, school like uh, children do like a play about their teachers, and then there's always yeah. one kid who's like, <laughs> no, no, we're, "We're just joking, though, really." You know, we, yeah, we, we're we're actually make you really cool, oh, sir. So. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I cannot believe, I don't know what I've done, I cannot believe that Jack isn't the teacher's pet in this situation. We all know Jack would be the teacher's pet, 100%. Oh, sure. No, I win the quiz every week. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but I'm a badass while I do it. Jack writes more than the book in his notes. (laughs) 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 Don't try and turn this around. Uh, I I suck too, I suck too. (laughs) Hands in the air. I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. You guys make notes. What? <laughs> <laughs> James hasn't read a book yet. <laughs> I haven't even bought the book with me today. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. You guys are naughty. <laughs> but yes, aside from the playful bashing, um, I was I, I I really liked one thing. I really liked is that I really did learn a lot of interesting things about refereeing, mm. which I generally didn't know. I know we're saying the word interesting over and over and over again, but I am specifically, which is I know is the. The least creative of the words. Um, <laughs> oh, you're so interesting, sir. <laughs> oh, well, you're fascinating, sir. <laughs> All the other students don't think you're fascinating, but I do. I love you. Can I touch your head? Um, <laughs> um, I was fascinated, first of all, by the research he does into tactics to figure mm. out what parts of the pitch you should be paying more attention to. During the game, mm-hmm. which I guess kind of makes sense, but I'd never heard a referee talk about that before. It, was, it, was really it interesting. makes sense. It felt really clandestine. Mm. The idea that you could like, like you would know the tactics of a team. Mm-hmm. It, obviously, it makes sense. But yeah. Like, for some reason, it made it made it, it. It it doesn't make any sense. But that it was like it was less neutral. Does that mm. make yeah, sense? Yeah, I, I do. Know, I do yeah. kind of know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. The idea that he would do that he would do analysis to be like, oh, well, this team's better at this, therefore I'll watch out for that. Yeah, and the, it, it yeah. entirely makes sense. And isn't and and that's not it. It's it. It's not to say it's wrong. It's yeah. probably entirely right. It just it was very r- weird to hear and be like, yeah. No, I, I always just assumed that that was something that you sort of did on the spot and looking into it too much is not is wrong. Right. Like the unconscious bias would just be there. Yeah, I guess if it was like a Tony Pulis team, you'd know you're gonna get lots of long throws, long balls into the box. So you got to watch out. Yeah, but set there's no in that. But then he bustling. he goes into quite like yeah, he yeah, yeah. Did a, 
Yeah. He does he does yeah, like, like his he kind of, if team has <clears throat> counterattacks and stuff like that, or they know the ball might get pushed yeah. to the right or whatever more. He knows to be in certain pitches at certain certain parts of the pitch at certain times. But that may, like it makes sense, but it also I I can't quite work it out. It, it feels like you're, pl- you're the team would then be playing him as well. Yeah. Because you'd have I to think, oh, you know, that's it, a smart way. Feels, to, oh wow, that's yeah. confusing. So then <laughs> The, the players in their team sort not only have to, and the way they're preparing for the exactly. match, they not only have to try and beat the opposition, they have to try and get yeah. around the ref. They have to try and get around the ref who's looking. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, the ref amazing. who's going to, he's, he's expecting us to do this, therefore we're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah therefore we need to do this. And yeah. Tony Pulis is ticky tacker football for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to outfox Kalina. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> another thing uh, he mentioned, which I didn't know. Um, he said how flags nowadays have receivers on them and the referee gets a signal for whenever the rep lies and raises his flag uh, which I didn't know about and maybe I shouldn't I know. have known that I didn't know about that I didn't know, I about, didn't that know about that either but it makes no. sense I suppose totally they're not across the line and yeah. this was 2004 imagine what else they've got now yeah AI whistles <laughs> <laughs> yeah they probably do have AI whistles you're right James <laughs> they might have all kinds of things but then they, and I learned that and then I learned about his I learned a bit about his childhood he went to a school uh, run by nuns like, <laughs> yeah he did he did go to school like run me. by nuns <laughs> like me like me and of the Sound of Music oh, people. This is, he, it's all coming out now. Yeah, he collected like football stickers until he went to university, like you. Yeah, like me. <laughs> Still do, yeah. Uh, he was a big teacher's pet. No, actually, he hated his teacher. I he hated his teacher. That oh, that bit about his teacher was yeah, so weird. Very odd. My teacher was so left-wing and I was so right-wing. And you're yeah. like, what? Yeah, <laughs> is that how it usually is? He is like, like they were asked, like, how do you solve delinquency? Yeah. And he said, it. the truncheon. <laughs> Yeah, like, that, oh God. God, Jesus. Um, but mainly, mainly in the book, I learned that Pierre Luigi has some absolutely deranged eating habits. <laughs> totally fucked up. Everything about it is bizarre. Really, really, really weird. Absolutely so, true. Okay, we'll kick it off. He likes penne pasta. Oh, big surprise. Talks about that a lot. How much he likes um, all kinds of pasta. Fine. Standard. Yeah, that's fine. However, he doesn't like international pasta. And this is only. This is only. This is the only. There. This is the the tip of the iceberg. This, this yeah. The, t- tip, the, tip, of the, of the yeah, t- tip of the weird iceberg. Tip of the yeah. weird iceberg. He, he doesn't like international um, pasta. He also just flat out doesn't like Chinese food. That was weird. Agreed. I like Chinese food, but you know. So same. you're not like yeah. Helena. Yeah, I'm not like. <laughs> we both went to nun school, but we don't both like Chinese food. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, here's where it gets weird. Page forty-four, which is the weirdest page of the book. Um, I have a real, I have a real food check. phobia about chicken and all bird meat. <laughs> Don't they say that you need a touch of madness, dear referee? Well, this is the proof. I can't bear the idea of eating an animal that has feathers. It's not a matter of the taste or any sort of animal rights beliefs. It's a psychological phobia. For years, my mother had to trick me into thinking that the turkey cutlets she put in front of me were actually veal. <laughs> won't eat, won't eat, won't eat chicken, but will eat the cruelest, most like... <laughs> Fucking anemic meat in the world. <laughs> there it is. So the feathers weird. aren't on it though. The feathers aren't on it when he's eating it. What's that got to do? Yeah, with I, that, that is, I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's like the um the the plucksness. Maybe they were like, when he got it served to him. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in that. Uh, that's that's just just a farm, Pierre Luigi. Um, as you can see, I'm no gourmand. Pointing at pigeons. That he <laughs> yeah, finds. I'm, I'm not in that. Look, I'm not in that. Try, not... You you try and make me that. I won't eat <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> as you can see, I'm no gourmand. I don't look upon food. Food as a ritual. I hate sitting at a table for any longer than is necessary, and that's why I love buffets because I'm free to decide how long I spend <laughs> eating. 
Sometimes that is however, the no. most Alan Partridge bit of this it book. Is, yeah, isn't it? I agree. <laughs> Such a great line. Sometimes, however, especially when there are international matches, my local hosts go to great lengths to display the utmost care and attention in their hospitality by organizing long, drawn-out suppers and restaurants, which for me <laughs> becomes a real ordeal. <laughs> the first thing I ask is that I have to sit at the table for no longer than is strictly necessary. What an opening line. <laughs> what an opening out. line. Imagine inviting Pierre Luigi Kalina down uh, like to your house for dinner. <laughs> Something <laughs> come, comes in, like First things first, I'm not staying long needed. And uh, also, we've got to stand up and eat veal <laughs> in the corner. I'm not sitting I mean, down doing any of this. That, those Japanese, what are they, takoyaki that he was the face of, they're the perfect food for him. They're, What's takoyaki? You, they're like little round octopus balls. balls that you eat on the go while you're oh. walking. Perfect oh. for him. He would no like chicken. If he doesn't like feathered animals, I think he'd be really fucked up by, um, what is it, a mollusk? Is it a mollusk? Yeah. I can't believe it is. An octopus. Yeah. He looks a bit like an no, octopus, yeah. doesn't he? That's probably not an octopus. I don't know if it isn't. Um, yeah, it's not a mollusk. It's, it's not a mollusk. It's a, a, a cephalopod. Cephalopod. Yes. A bit like Sorry. Squidward. He does look yeah. like Squidward. He, he does look like Squidward. He should be in the SpongeBob yeah. musical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I was thinking, I did think um, throughout this that a Toby Carvery would blow his mind because he would love oh. the buffet element. Then he yeah. gets yeah. the front and see the chicken being carved. Oh my fucking, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> Where's my pasta? <laughs> there was a, I mean, also there's a bit where he seems to blame, I don't know if you're going to talk about this, James, but he seems to blame so. like a horrible head injury that he got. On the fact that he had to have a sit-down meal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he when he walked into something, is that right? He says, he says like, oh my friend, my friend was saying sit-down meals are great. You should try a sit-down meal. We'll have a nice <laughs> sit-down meal. And I was like, okay, we'll try a sit-down meal. He, they sat down at the meal. and He was like, I'm going to the toilet. Pierre, <laughs> Pierre Luigi immediately hits his head on like a door frame, <laughs> falls down, blood is gushing everywhere. They have to get a plastic surgeon out. To, this is a really oh, yeah. good anecdote. This in the book, but he just blows straight past it. By the way, yeah, yeah, uh, and then like. The pastor surgeon has to make the like the like tie his, his head back together effectively in secret because he doesn't want to go to hospital before a game. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, he's like, "And that's why I don't eat at restaurants." And you're like, "What? <laughs> 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 that doesn't happen at most restaurants, Pierre Luigi." <laughs> I have gone to many restaurants, and I'm very few times have I needed surgery afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just, yeah, you know, he needs to speed through that so he could get back to And anyway, look, here's the funny story about the time um, the linesman forgot his flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then found it almost immediately afterwards. <laughs> uh, but um, uh, one final thing I want to mention he also has, he also mentions he has a great relationship with the TV, as he says, by which he means sitting in front of it, watching. Uh, as he says, <laughs> just in case you thought Pierre Luigi Cleaner was shagging his TV. And we'll be. We <laughs> just in case. (laughs) And we'll be learning a lot more about Pierluigi Kalina after the break. Hello, James here. And we at Football Book Club want you, that's right, you, to join something special, something exclusive. We want you to join the Football Book Club Club. The Football Book Club Club is the home of even more Football Book Club action. And now it's cheaper than ever to become a full member at just £3.50 a month. 
There's three tiers. By signing up to our Bookworm tier, you get an exclusive members-only episode of Football Book Club every fortnight, filling the gap between regular episodes with more book club fun and, frankly, a frighteningly deeper analysis of whatever book we're reading the episode. Plus, you get access to all the bonus episodes recorded so far. There's over 20 of them on there. Well, 20. And most excitingly, you'll get your hands on a special edition Money Can't Buy bookmark you can put inside your personal copy of Darren Huckabee's Hucks. All that for just £3.50 a month. For context, that's a tenth of the cost of a cameo message from Ian Dowie. And a cameo is what, 30 seconds? For that price, you get 10 episodes. Three and a half hours of content. I dread to think what you have to pay to get three and a half hours of content from Ian Dowie. You'd have to remortgage your house. But I digress. And if that's still not right for you, if you really love the show, you can join the Super Bookworm tier. And if you like the show but don't want to pay that much, you can support the show for just £1 a month on the Casual Reader tier. You won't get the bonus episodes, but yes, you will get that bookmark. Head to patreon.com forward slash football book club for more details. So if you enjoy the show, please consider joining up. It really does help us to keep making the show because books don't grow on trees. They are trees, kind of. And trees are expensive. But the Football Book Club Club isn't. So join today at patreon.com forward slash football book club or by following the link in the episode notes. See you back at the clubhouse. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, Football Book Club fans. I'm Ben and I'm the host of the Ultimate Eleven podcast, the show where interesting guests pick their ultimate football 11s. I recently had James, Jack and Tash on the show to pick the Ultimate Football Book Club 11. So if you'd like to hear it, search Ultimate Eleven wherever you listen to your podcasts. And here's a sneaky taste of what you can expect. So we moved your back three 
And yeah. I will let you pick in any order the three defenders and where they're going to play because it sounds like this could be a little bit fluid. Again, <laughs> again, yeah, yeah. Shall, I, shall I reel them off again? The ones we've who, done? Who we, yeah, who, the ones we read, yeah. So we've got defenders books you've read. My Yoshida. Oh. Gary Monk. <laughs> uh, Perry Groves. Danny Higginbottom. Lorenzo Amoruso. Danny Higginbottom, such a fun name to say. Uh, Lorenzo Amoruso. Gary and Phil Neville's joint book for Club and Country. Steve Bruce. Mm-hmm. Hanson. John Arisa, Neil Ruddock, and Ashley Cole. So we're not reading. Ashley Cole is off immediately, even though he's probably the best defender there. There's no, there's absolutely no way I'm having anything to do with that book ever again. That's to me, Team Cheryl. So if you want to hear more from that and other episodes, search Ultimate Eleven wherever you listen to your podcasts, or go to ultimate11podcast.com. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Football Book Club, where we are still reading Pierre, Luigi, Kalina's The Rules of the Game. Tash, has your book turned up yet? Sadly not, but, uh, you know, I know. Mamma mia. Mamma mia, <laughs> mamma mia. You got some baby food, though, instead. That's true. Yeah. There's, a, there's a very upset mother with, with Pierre, Luigi, Kalina's book. <laughs> <laughs> any, um, any, any good travel lodge anecdotes instead? Um, anything, anything you learned from your time there? Good relationship with the TV. Uh, Sid, Sid kept Sid, my dog, kept um, like scratching at this corner where there was this Ooh. great thing. So I opened it, and there was a McDonald's that must have been from about a oh, year ago. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's a great story. Wow. That is yeah. bonkers. It like a, like oh, it was disgusting. But Did it, it didn't get, look that hell? bad. I was going to say it didn't look I, that bad. I've seen some pictures on the internet of like yeah. not Madonna's that have been there for like yeah. 47 years. And it's, I don't yeah. know why it's it was edible. in there. I feel like someone, uh, someone like wanted to hide from their partner that they were like secretly mm. snacking or something, shoved it in this gap and then it gone. But anyway, Sid, Sid dug that it out. Would be and, a, yeah. Sounds like the kind of thing yeah. Pierre Luigi Cleaner would do, to be honest. Pierre Luigi Cleaner. Yeah. The only way he will eat is if he's sat on a travel lodge yeah. <laughs> at McDonald's yeah. out of a great thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While having a great relationship with his TV. Yeah. <laughs> um, talking of uh, great relationships, James Belgian, did you have a great relationship with this book? Uh, you know what? I wish I'd never <laughs> read this book. Whoa. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Because. James. My memory of Pierluigi Colina was as this no-nonsense ref who took no shit and everyone respected him for it. Mm-hmm. And while that still be, may be true, I now know he's a boring, boring bastard. <laughs> far too serious. This has gone beyond playful bashing. I didn't really oh, no. <laughs> sir, sir, stop listening, sir, please. <laughs> it ruined the dream. He's such a killjoy. He's yeah. such a killjoy. Yeah. Did he you talks not about, think he, he would just, be, though? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I thought he'd be like, you know... Legend this... of banter. <laughs> Not a regular well, ref. He's a well, cool no, ref. But yeah. I didn't think he'd be this boring. I really didn't. Really? Yeah. I I was sort of on on board with him being in this boring. Really, to be honest. Yeah. I I I, I would say he's came across pretty much exactly how I imagined. He really? Came across. Yeah. You, what? Yeah. You, th- you didn't. I, I at least thought you might have a good anecdote in him. Like Jack covered already. I, like, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I was expect. I was thinking there won't be a good anecdote in this book, and he would start saying something that I thought could be a good anecdote, and then it wasn't, and that was where I was disappointed. I'm not necessarily surprised that he didn't have a good anecdote in him. 
I don't look at him and think this guy is the king of banter. But at least, <laughs> no. But at least he should have a, some kind of a sense of humor, and he has. I, none. Yeah, he might there was do. A bit, there Maybe was a bit fucking he, hilarious he, in Italian. <laughs> because <laughs> there is a bit where he sort of says like again it was another one of his bad anecdotes where he says like i told a joke to badastuta once and you're yeah. like okay what's this bad what's this joke gonna be <laughs> Terrible and, joke. and the joke was uh hey you see that linesman over there uh he he's supposed to be canadian but he's actually from chile yeah and that was the banter say brilliant. that brilliant Great joke. Terrible. He's supposed to be from Canada as a racist. I think, and he said Badastuta laughed, and I don't think Badastuta laughed. I think Badastuta went, what? Please don't book me. If I laugh, will you not book me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I just think, and like even the the Italian prank show thing, that whole thing annoyed me because like, he was like, "Oh yeah, I obtained some information that didn't quite add up." So I knew it was. I knew they were trying to prank me. Was, oh yeah, I bet that was a good episode, Kalina, mate. Like, <laughs> oh, couldn't you just go along with it? Like the Italian joke beetle it? crying into his. Uh... It's just like Kalina just going, "Yeah, I already knew." So the jokes on you, like brilliant. Join us <laughs> next week when we prank Pavarotti, and he oh, shot. He's so shocked he goes ape shit. He beats a man to death. That's what you want in a prank show. <laughs> Not Kalina just going, I already know it's a prank because I just turned the camera off. <laughs> Didn't Zach Braff do that? Didn't Zach Braff really kick off famously on punk? Was it Zach Braff? Was it? Zach Braff got punked yeah. and he, 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 <laughs> he went Pavarotti, went, went full on Pavarotti. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you want from it. Pavarotti would commit to the bit, which yeah. I enjoyed, beating yeah. someone to Absolutely. death. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he would. He would go for it. You wouldn't prank so, Pavarotti. Yeah, just, he, just, that's just a hard attack. Prepare to dorma, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey! He's just a boring guy. Yeah. Just I don't know. Even just when he's like, I went to I went to sleep early in the evening, like the professional that I am. It's like, all right, man, that's brilliant. But inject some <laughs> personality into there. He's the one referee who I thought seemingly had a personality apart from Howard Webb. And even then, Howard Webb's only personality trait is used to be a policeman. Like that is I thought- true. <laughs> I've noticed actually talking about this. Um, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, James, but I, you right. just remind me that I went on Mark Clattenburg's Instagram the other day. Um, oh yeah! <laughs> why wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, I, I, um, where is he? Here we A go. lot of thirst traps. It's uh... it's um <laughs> it's absolutely bizarre. Um, really? It's it is like a dad using Instagram. Um, oh, no. he probably is a dad, but like he's got like badly formatted like pictures he got off the internet. But the kind of things you get sent through a million times on WhatsApp, saying like, yeah, this one says Merry times. Christmas and Happy New Year, but it actually says Re Christmas, <laughs> I E New Year. <laughs> and then, <laughs> And then says Merry Christmas, everyone. Hashtag Christmas. That's one of them. Um, he's got, yeah. Oh, he's I've got, got a message from Mark Clattenburg. <laughs> he's got an incredibly pixelated um, Egyptian flag as one of his things, talking about how oh he's um, working in the Egypt. Egypt. Um, he's got a picture of him doing some hair clinic work. Oh, well, that's just the, that's just throwing it in Kalina's face. To, to be honest, mate, he's got, also he's been hired by a personal cloud storage company to promote them on the internet. He's got five thousand followers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I who go which I thought you'd have more than that. Yeah, me too. Me, Quite that's exactly what I thought yeah. when I saw that. But I guess if you're just posting badly cropped Merry Christmas pictures, you're probably not keeping the. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, yeah. not going to keep them. But yeah, sorry, James. That's um. I took Clattenburg doesn't join the cool raps either. I don't think. Um. Just, just you know, in conclusion, the the dream has been destroyed. Really. What did you want it to be um, like? Just have a bit more about him. Now, like now, I I just know that he was incredibly boring and. He, oh, oh, it was a tough ref, but he just made his eyes wide, and that's all he had about him. <laughs> Nothing else. That's an no. impressive skill. Do you think yeah. the book? Do you think he'd be more interesting? Were he let loose 
and he wrote the book after he retired from as a referee. Do you think he'd have been able to dish it a bit more and give a bit more into his personality? No, because I don't think he's got one. Oh. oh. Yeah. So, it's, so you, don't, you don't think this is him holding back? No, I feel really sad, to be honest, because <laughs> I thought he was going to be oh, a fun really? guy. Really? God, yeah. you, this is the most disappointed you've ever been on the show. And my entire... Yeah, it is, actually. And you've read three Michael Owen books. Four! <laughs> <laughs> Too many. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. There's a bit where he's like, it might be interesting to recount some of what happens in the dressing room. And it's like, no, don't bother. Like, don't bother, honestly. <laughs> because it would be interesting if you weren't the Ben Me of referees, but... Oh, Who else is boring? Who else is boring? Ben Me ben ben is not boring. Ben Me's great. Nah. Uh, who, right, all right, who... Replace Ben Me. Who could we well, say instead of Ben Well, the, the cliche is James Milner, yeah. but he's actually Yeah, but he is and he's yeah. funny. Yeah. He's a funny he's guy. funny. Uh, yeah, is Ben boring? Me is <laughs> no. That means the only boring be person. We he probably think. doesn't have any good anecdotes though, because no one's going to misbehave around him, are they? Every, he must think that everyone around him is on the best behavior. You know, but, like the Queen thinks that everywhere or did or R.I.P. thought everywhere was like super clean because everywhere she went, everyone had cleaned up. He probably thinks everyone's just always like how like, like how um like how hosp- like the Queen thinks the hospital s- smell of um freshly p- done paint. Exactly, like you're not gonna yeah, except- misbehave in front of him, so he's never gonna like no one's gonna do anything funny or cheeky or interesting in front of him because you don't want him to then yeah. look at you in the next match and he's going. Oh God! Well, I know he's a bit of a prick, so I'm going to keep a close eye on him. Well, no, but he no, would already do the research to know that fact, Ash, exactly. as well. They, yeah. People might as well misbehave in front of him and act as if <laughs> because he's effectively <laughs> an all-seeing like God. It seems <laughs> deity of football <laughs> who who stalks people and stalks their tactics <laughs> and knows everything about them. But I mean, there yeah, are, there, but there are there are interest because I think you're right. I do think that's true of footballers, but there are also you know like football fans act very angrily around him. And yeah. like people get incredibly mm. passionate about him, so I do agree that there should be more. Of, there are some very, well, not very funny anecdotes. That's a massive exaggeration. <laughs> there are some mildly entertaining bits where he, um, like where the, a, a referee, uh, they they made a bad decision, or that they, you know, a controversial thing had happened, and so there were a bunch of fans outside the stadium, and the police just moved the referees right to the police station. <laughs> They were just like, we're going to just escort you to the police station. And then all the fans came with them and then realized they were into the police station. They were like, okay, off we go. <laughs> we don't want to be near the police station. That was funny, but it was sadly missing quite a lot in this book. And yeah, I, I agree. I do agree with James in the sense that I don't necessarily think that. I don't think that he was holding back. I think he just isn't that interesting. Mm. He's also, and I know this is a cliche, but he's a financial consultant. And like, yeah. I think <laughs> that, that there's a level okay, of yeah. that where you're like, oh, James, you're going to defend the financial consultants and not yeah. Ben Me. <laughs> <laughs> That's too far, Jack. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Ben Me. Financial consultants are the Ben Me of professions. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good thing? I don't know. You know um, what I mean, though. If he was like the David Bentley or the Jamie Vardy of of referees, he'd be like swapping the assistant referees' yellow cards for like tartan ones and. Trying to God, on the that would be injury that would be, Jesus, that would be so tedious. Yeah, you're, that's that what's going to happen. So in like, it would in be, the TikTok but you know world. What be. That's what's like going to happen nowadays, James. In the future, yeah. well, there are, there are like, we're going to have some TikTok referees in the future, and they're going to be yeah. doing that. Yeah. That's what I'm worried so. about. That's Hi guys, welcome to my channel. Here's yeah, how you send off a player as effectively <laughs> as possible. The difference with that is though, I would never have respected those TikTok referees from the start. Whereas I have this image of Khalid in my mind as this, like you know. But he's not that. Do you not think, though, James, that though that that image of him 
he needs to be this boring I suppose to maintain he does, because, that image. Yeah, I suppose like wide-eyed, mm. angry, take no shit. He still is all of that, but I just thought he might have a bit more personality away from all that. Tash, I don't think he would pass your um, uh, pint, drinking a pint of he blood He would not test. pass my pint test, no. No, no, no. I, no, no. Would. I would. think I'd be terrified to have a pint in front of him. Yeah, it'd be like going for a drink yeah. with your boss. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. Uh, you got like fake to, yeah. I'd have to have yeah. a lucky saying. I wouldn't risk yeah. it in front of you him. You see that bartender? He's supposed to be Canadian, but he's actually <laughs> Chilean. <laughs> Delicious veal. <It's>, yeah. <laughs> now, come on, let's get up from the table. <laughs> we can't sit down in a restaurant, otherwise, my face will explode. <laughs> let's, let's quickly do. Has anyone got out of context, by the way? We haven't done that yet. Out of context, Pierre Luigi Cleaner. Anyone got one? For a book that is quite bad, I have quite a lot. <laughs> okay. Oh, really? I got one. Really? Or maybe I should say mine first. I've also got one. Yeah, you do yours, James. Yeah. Where the hell is it? Oh, here it is. Um, <laughs> in Zurich, I was surprised to find a small curtain in our dressing room, behind which was a stash of brooms. Left behind by Hogwarts FC. That sounds like saying um, Tasha found a travel travel lodge room right behind next to Madonna. (laughs) Completely not degraded at all. Weird (laughs) great thing. (laughs) Um, I have one which was um, at that point you have to find a friend who might be prepared to sacrifice his well deserved holidays to sweat a bit with you. And he. Uh oh. Yeah. Pierre Luigi. Luigi. Let me touch your head again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the best teacher, Pierre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Tash, Jack. Oh well, uh, this I was. I said before the Alan Partridge was the, that was the most Alan Partridge line. This is the most Alan Partridge line. Uh, I prefer fruit, which also helps me to drink less and thus avoid feeling unpleasantly bloated with liquid. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> so Partridge. <laughs> that's amazing. That's so good. That's so good. Uh, and Tash. Last but not least. I like this one because imagine how blown his mind is in <laughs> the world that we live in now with the Airbnbs and the booking.coms and stuff. Thanks to the internet, I can now play at being my own travel agent. This oh, was in 2003. Yeah. The rest yeah. of us were still on teletext holidays. Yeah, you're right. I remember that bit. Like, <laughs> like it's kid zania as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to put his Excellent. little outfit on like Amazing he works at first choice. <laughs> Oh. I, I see those adverts all the time, those kids in your outfits. Yeah. And I go, that does look fun. It does <laughs> look fun. It. Yeah. It They've got really a British fun. Airways one now. You can be a pilot. I know. Come Imagine. <laughs> you, you won't get That's... to fly a plane, but you'll get to walk around dressed as a pilot. <laughs> Should we see That's if we enough. can do some promo? Let's see if we can do some promo for oh, Kids please. Maybe in. they've got a podcast studio and we can go and... Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. Tiny <laughs> podcast studio. <laughs> to dress up as, dress up as like, little sailors. <laughs> well as you mentioned the book is jam-packed full of wonderful anecdotes uh throughout uh, which will be rolling on the floor so who would like this week's dramatic reading oh please oh god i've lost it sorry this arguably is going to be more dramatic than the dramatic reading yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, talk about yourselves talk about yourselves uh this story is cool oh who's going to uh, cue the dramatic reading music sorry i think james should have to cue it with his enthusiasm for this book yeah i agree tash james cue the dramatic music please oh cue it (laughs) oh god (laughs) and you think you think you 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 think you're better than pierre luigi do you huh with that kind of enthusiasm Uh, no (laughs) 
That was the Ben Me of introductions. (laughs) I agree. I agree. You guys have become rowdy today. I'm sick of it. Anyway, this dramatic reading is called Pierre-Luigi Cleaner Goes for a Drive in a Renault 4. Um, This is in the uh, segment, build-ups and preliminaries, sub-segment at the stadium. And he's uh, talking about his preparation for games. Although you try to make sure everything is organized, there are times when some unforeseen events can ruin your plans. Yeah. Here we go. Set another Here great story. we go. Yeah. An unforeseen event. Can't I can't wait for this. <laughs> Once, <laughs> when I was refereeing in Serie C, I very nearly didn't make it to the stadium. I've been called to referee an important match. Uh, Spezia versus Lucchese. I'm assuming Lucchese. Uh, at that time, I was living in Bologna. I think I pronounced that right. So I was eligible to referee Lucchese. Oh, there's a lot of Italian names in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, why didn't you do the one about veal? <laughs> <laughs> Something which today, because I live in Via Reggio, I wouldn't be able to do. Okay, that's a very specific <laughs> geography joke, I guess. Um, it really wasn't important. If you're living in Via Reggio and listen to this, you're probably rolling about with yeah. that. Um, Classic. It, re- it Classic really was an important match because at the end of the previous season, Lucchese had beaten Spezia on the last day of the championship, denying them promotion to Serie B. Spezia, Ooh. wow for revenge. Who knows where this is going? Hey, this is this is thrilling. Yeah. This is thrilling. It, Out for revenge? It, Spezia? It just so happened that I had my car stolen. Whoa. That's a good... Agreed. Whoa. And I asked my cousin to lend me his brand new red Renault 4. My family lived in Viareggio, and so together we set off from Bologna on the Saturday afternoon. I went off in the evening to sleep, professional as I am, in a hotel while my... <laughs> <laughs> that's professional. He's so professional, he won't even be near his wife ever. My wife once turned up to a match and I had to be like, get away. Yeah. Yeah. Get away. <laughs> Strategically avoiding her in the hotel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the next morning, I turned to eat and set off in the car. I remember thinking as I was driving towards La Spezia, and Jack, I think we're about to get trumped for the most Alan Partridge moment. I remember thinking as I was driving towards La Spezia that it really was true what they say about the Renault 4's economic fuel consumption. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're that right. Is, that is the part that rubber stamps just what a boring bastard is. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Although, I don't, it's I, gone from carjacking to fuel consumption. Frankly, I want more details. What road is he on? Yeah. Yeah. Also, Jack, <laughs> that, that's like a prime example. Well, it, it's it's both of the things that we we brought up together. It's he. There's a potential there for a great anecdote. His car was stolen. Yeah, his yeah, car was stolen. Yep. And he goes, "My car was stolen." Anyway, the the, the fuel consumption <laughs> assumption. Yeah. The fucking good, hell. The good Luigi. news is, yeah, but like, you don't want to hear about that. What you want to hear about is how great driving a. Actually, he remembers have... thinking it. He remembers thinking that. <laughs> we should have that music that we play, the trailer music like we had for when um, Kevin Phillips bigged up that yes, coach company. Yes, the bus. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's true what they say about the uh, Renault 4's economic fuel consumption. The gauge was almost at the same level it was as when we'd let, set off from Bologna. Amazing! <laughs> and if you know your uh, Italian geography, that's impressive. At about 20 kilometers from La Spezia, near Carrara, oh God, the engine started spluttering. <laughs> I just managed to pull over onto the hard shoulder before it conked out completely. But, but James, the gauge, it was it was full, wasn't it? That's what he said, Jap. I tried to get it going a couple of times and then started hitchhiking. Back in those days, mobile phones weren't common at all and I managed to get a lift to the Carrera exit. I found a recovery crew there and when we got back to the car, they explained the tank, was, we go. The tank was completely empty. But, but I agree. But, but, but James, the, the gauge. But Jack, don't worry. My little cousin later explained that the gauge was broken. Brilliant. There we go. We were we were just talking about how the fuel consumption of the 
of the Renault 4. What, what, what car is this? What fucking car Renault is this? 4, Renault, 4. <laughs> Renault 4. Okay, good. <laughs> the Renault 4 was perfect in every way. And He's been lied I, what a twist. Is what that... a twist. The gauge was broken all along. This is like the bit in um, Citizen Kane with the scratch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, with um, Rosebud. Yeah, with yeah. Rosebud. Rosebud. Yeah, yeah, that's the twist. <laughs> the gauge was broken the whole <laughs> fucking time. Sick of him. He's got. He's got. <laughs> I just, I, I've just realised who he is. He's Principal Skinner. That's who he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He is. I believe today I will try the Renault <laughs> Four. <laughs> the fuel consumption. Uh, Shut the hell up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting rashly angry. Yeah, you really are so angry. You had a bad day. Uh, the drive the recovery truck, put some petrol in the tank. I set off again and got to the stadium with just 35 minutes to spare before Ooh. kickoff. The face of the staff was slightly strained, but the worry, not much, that the match might have been called off. But despite my late arrival, the game got underway as planned. Bam! <laughs> what happened in the game? Does it matter? Does it matter what happened in the game? Absolutely not. Nope. Who cares? <laughs> Apparently. But, um, Despite sorry. the fact that we spent maybe five minutes talking about the build-up of what happened in the last match between these <laughs> yeah, two yeah. teams. God forbid we find out what actually happened in the match that he refereed. Oh, God, no! <laughs> you know what? Actually, actually, I, uh, James's anger is, is, is actually... Yeah, contagious. sorry. <laughs> I, actually, <laughs> just, just, just to balance it out a little bit, I do remember an anecdote that I, I really enjoyed from the book. Yeah. The, the best anecdote in the whole book is when he forgot the bloody flag Yep. He left it in the hotel, didn't he? And then the police had to escort it to yeah, the, the ground. Escort, that was, that was yeah. a good story. That was a good story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't tell if James is being serious or not. I'm not going to go no, back I, and read that. Actually, yeah. I actually did find that bit quite yeah, interesting. I was good. like, oh my God. I think now that you're riled up, it's a good time to do the scores. Okay. okay. We've reached the end of the book. Also, sorry, can I just say, Champions League final, why have they only got one flag and it's entrusted with... Like, where, where are that your spare good, flags? That's that, mental. That is a good what point. If one breaks. Sorry. You would, would you just borrow a fans if it really came down to it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, you use anything. You use a big stick. <laughs> just, big stick. Just go break up a stick. Where was it? Istanbul? No, Barcelona. It was Barcelona. It was Barcelona, Barcelona yeah. Wasn't it? yeah. There's it's trees like when in Barcelona. The, it's like when um, the fourth official gets injured or whatever and they call like an amateur ref out the crowd to yeah. do it. Yeah. They'll just you, use an amateur get your ref hand as off a my wife. Me? But they end up having to use like things that people like inflatable um, like yeah. trophies or like things they brought in from <laughs> yeah. the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. Or palm trees. Yeah. yeah. Um, scores on the doors, guys. Uh, out of 10. Did the book change you? I'm guessing no. All, all around. Didn't change, it did change me. It no. did change me. No, it did change me. I, I <laughs> think, I think the stuff about the tactics will stay with me legitimately. Agreed. The, Agreed. And, and and the thing about how like uh, referees have to retire at a certain age. Mm. It's not. It's not something they can choose. Apparently. Yes. I thought that was quite interesting. That was interesting. There are interesting things. Uh, However, but apart from that, no. As a, uh, was it? Uh, we're going to mark the book. Uh, you know, as uh, as a book, as a book, not in term, not as a um, you know something you've learned from i'm really struggling with this <laughs> oh, oh sorry <laughs> sorry james are we are we marking the book as a book this week <laughs> that's really interesting okay because i've been previously i've been marking all the other books as songs <laughs> you've been marking the ken zong you've been marking, I have been ken marking the ken zong that's yeah why your books so... get 10 every time yeah. um yes uh rating out of 10 guys as Who's a book jump in first Who's gonna jump in first? As, as a book as right. a book okay. as a book um okay. it's a literary experience I'm going to have to go with uh, five. Okay. Okay. I didn't, I actually didn't hate this book as much as I was saying. There were some, there were some very interesting bits and there were some nice bits where he 
talked about the uh a, a bit that i actually really did like that i that i i'm going to bring up now because it's a score section and mm. no one wants me to keep talking but still <laughs> i will bring it up anyway where he talked about um the the dignity of losing and about the, mm. the, the idea of an honorable defeat yes. and i actually and i actually think that's something that needs to be in football more so i, I enjoyed that totally so, agree actually yeah. and found it a slog sometimes but this is that was good i haven't hidden this i quite like the book I liked uh, that it was very short. I liked it was very small. I liked um, a lot of things about it. I did. I found it quite an easy read, um, and I read it. I think I mentioned this before. I should did say you this hear early. that, Mister Kalina? <laughs> he liked <laughs> it. It's a ten from me, Pierluigi. Come on, let me touch that head. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, um, I briefly touched upon this in an, in a bonus chapter, but because uh, I, I, I was reading Ashley Cole's book while I was doing jury service, but I didn't want to take that book in. So Kalina's book, because it was so small, is the one I read when I was hanging around ah. waiting for jury service things to happen. Ooh. So you were doing I thought the I might have to swear boring... on Pierre Luigi Kalina's book. <laughs> Didn't you say doing jury service was really boring? So you were reading this at the same so, time. Yeah. I was so there. That's for why one you half found days this so thrilling. And then got sent home. So, yeah. So, so yeah. that's why you thought it was so interesting. Yeah, because <clears throat> it was more interesting than sitting in a bloody hall in, <laughs> in, a, in a court. It was it more was interesting dull. than the and, British justice system. Let me just be clear. I wasn't in a trial at the time reading this book. Between <laughs> this was before as being, um, you know, shipped around like the the um, the transfer window element of it when uh, you're waiting to see if you're going to get yeah. a trial. And I you were just trying oh, to suck up to the judge. Yeah, I was going. Oh look, oh, I really like justice. I love authority. Yeah. You should have. Uh, you should. You should have cracked the chili joke to the judge. You'd have loved that. It, that's yeah. why I got Brilliant sent home. Stuff. That's why I got sent home. Hey, you know that lawyer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is a. It is a seven for me. I quite liked it wow, as a book. Okay. Uh, Ta- Tash, I know you didn't actually have the book. But, um, you have no, read it. I didn't. Which means that, as I said, I'm going off vibes, and yeah. I didn't particularly enjoy reading it. But I didn't. I, my memory of it is not hating it. So I think it's only fair, as I don't have it with me, I will go in the middle and I will give it a five. Okay, that seems that's, that's extremely fair of you. I think Pierre Luigi would Pierre uh, Luigi be proud would, of you. would approve of that. Go, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm, yes. Okay. Uh, and Mr. Belgian. You know, I didn't actually hate the book. I actually quite enjoyed the book. I just the dream was ruined for yeah. me. That's all. So I did actually uh, enjoy it. That it was just I was disappointed with that. So uh, three. That's not enjoying a book. <laughs> not enjoying a book. That's actively no, disliking yes, a book. He, he crushed his dream. I enjoyed it? it to the level. I enjoyed it to the level of five, and then you were supposed to judge us as a book. Yeah, James. <laughs> That is part of the book. That's an important it's part true. of the book for me. My experience. Separate the no. art from the artist. I did. I did. I did just very much enjoy saying. Like, I thought this is all right. Actually, like, it's okay. This one. It's all Three. right. Three. <laughs> um, it means he's got twenty overall. Is that right? Twelve, seventeen, thirty. Yep. So that is five. Five, five, five. Sorry, Pierre Luigi. Not great. I think you're harshly done by though. Please like me. Anyway, for this week's oh, quiz. Um, uh, you're all other famous men who wear black. Uh, <laughs> oh, you've really gone off on one <laughs> I, here. I couldn't think it. Jack, you're Johnny Cash. Tash, you're Will Smith in the film Men in Black. And, yes! and uh, James, you're Dog the Bounty Hunter. Why is she wearing like, the think... same kind of t shirt that you Yeah, you are kind of, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, this is a sign of a bad book if you can't find a good. I couldn't uh, find three things. If you can't find good three names. It'd be like fucking La Spezia Carrera. Lucchese. You're the fuel gauge, you're the exhaust <laughs> pump. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, question number one Does Pierre Luigi like swimming? Oops. Oh. Shout your name. As in Johnny doing Cash. it or, Johnny or Cash. Watch, watching it? Uh, doing it. Uh, yes, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. I'm going to say no, but he likes aqua jogging. Oh, 
thought I would give you that. It is no. Uh, he says, uh, it's essential to do something such as an alternative to running. Swimming, for example, or cycling. Swimming really is just an example because despite living in a seaside town, I don't really love the water. So doesn't enjoy anecdote. it. But he does it. So Great he, anecdote. He Why? It. What happened to you wow. in the water? Did you have to? Did you have to stand up? Or did you have to sit down for a meal too much in the water? <laughs> I once got attacked by a shark. But anyway, let me tell you about my brand new <laughs> goggles that I bought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, good. That's a point to you, Johnny Cash. Uh, 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 okay, number two. Thank you. Uh, number two. What everyday object is Pierre Luigi told an assistant was attached attacked with a Serie oh. B game? Johnny Cash. Yep. I this is one of my out of context uh, an umbrella. It is because it's it's incredibly violent but it's so funny. The way it's he so describes funny. it. Is, he was saying do that, not encourage that, it but it's really funny the way he says it. It was the fact that he was like <laughs> this happens violence happens all the time at these matches and they get really like people get really really close to you. Like my friend was attacked by an umbrella and you're like that's <laughs> that sentence is so serious until the last <laughs> yeah, the last word. Last word. He wasn't even attacked. He was he was prodded. Just prodded. He kept prodding him. That yeah. was the line. He kept prodding him with an umbrella. Look at it. Stop it. Oh. <laughs> um, number three. What sport this is controversial this one. What sport does Pierre Luigi prefer to football? Oh, I know Will Smith. Uh, oh, I, no, I, mean, I think Johnny Cash was in there first, but Tash I, did make a noise first. Yeah, so go, I, go. I, I forgot my name. Uh, yeah. Will Smith in the film Men in Black, yes? Basketball. It's correct. Very mm. good. There we go. And um, his wife likes it and, and, yeah. and hates football. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very confusing. You know, you know, when I got to that bit of the book, and it, I think it's called something like My First Love Basketball or whatever, I was like, I'm not reading that. <gasps> I got, <laughs> I'd got to the point where I was like, I'm so sick of this guy. It's right near the end. It's right near the end. Of yeah, it's true. And I was like, I'm not reading Unforgivable. That you lose a point. You're a minus <laughs> skip, one. Skip I'm not reading a book. I read the rest but, of it. I just no. literally skipped basketball. It was like, like There's a good players. bit where he's like, I sometimes I try not to swear at the referee, but I can't help it sometimes. And I was like, that's funny. That is funny. That's, <laughs> that, that's some personality. And that is actually yeah. some personality. Um, I think this is probably the, the next question, actually, is probably what put um, Dog the Bounty Hunter or James Belgian off the book, because we know his loves. Um, what demanding music does Pierre Luigi's daughter make him listen to in the car? Oh, uh, a specific band. I, I I just listened to this uh, Johnny Cash. It's not Johnny Cash. No, nope. that's not my name. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, Aerosmith is correct. <laughs> demanding oh. music, and and he demanding says, demanding yeah. music, and he's like, I they're a good band, but she's eight. Like that makes <laughs> like, like those two things are at all linked. <laughs> um, and at the end of that, uh, uh, Jack, uh, you got three. Tash, you got one, and James, you got minus one. You're my bad books. Uh, <laughs> for cheating your way book. out of the book. You didn't do the reading, together, James. Yeah. I did the reading. <laughs> <laughs> Let me touch your head, sir. <laughs> um, Ken, uh, let's get as your prize, Mr. Cash. James, you have yeah. to go out and you can't listen to this. Um, Ken Zong uh, has been sent more requests. and He's got a new song for us. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, remember, he wants people to send in players, uh, genres, um, songs that he can make a chant around. Uh, Rob Kavanagh got in touch with us on Instagram and asked, can Ken's next theme be Naughty's era Birmingham? And Rob, yeah. yes, it can. Yes, yeah. it can, Rob. So here we go. Uh, to the tune of Ariana Grande's Break Free. And I've been practicing this <laughs> earlier. Oh, see. wow. Finally, a song worthy of my vocal range, though. That's good. <coughs> I'm excited for this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a classic long build up. In the in the Ken Zong mode, I love long build ups from Ken Zong. If he wants it, he takes it. You're not keeping the ball. Try to hide it, fake it. You can't deny anymore. 
He's gonna make you cry tonight, leaving all your fans with a broken heart. We just wanna watch him fly tonight. Now he's gonna get the ball, he's gonna slam. I don't like that line. <laughs> uh, this is the part when he outplays your defenders. He's stronger than your whole back four. This, this is, is a huge build Gary McSheffrey. <laughs> you know that he is going to score. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That was a, that's so that's a classic good. song. I do fear. Wow. I do fear with that slam line. He's been Americanized. <laughs> I do. Slam. Yeah. I do <laughs> yeah. yeah going to slam. Come on. Come on, Zong. Come on, Zong. <laughs> but great job. <laughs> I enjoyed that, though. Me too. Me too. Very good. Very strong. Uh, would you say. Great performance. As thank well. you very much. I was going to say, do you think I can get by on my vocals? Uh, yeah, also, very, my presenting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely>. Impressive. Impressive. <laughs> I think what was it was you were doing the pauses as well. Yeah. 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 Often that's quite awkward, but for some reason you were able to pull it off. Oh, thank you very much. Like I said, I've been practicing <laughs> today. Yeah, it was a little bit, <laughs> it was a little bit like on, um, on the old school episodes of Buzzcocks when they'd have like someone who actually was a pop star on and they were singing a little bit and you're like, no, come on, it's a funny show. Don't <laughs> sing it too well. <laughs> it was like that. You're getting back in my good books, James. There you go. Uh, James yes, was the quiz. Can I touch James. your head? <laughs> I, 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 I thought you sung very well as well, James. Uh, <laughs> uh, too late, too late. Actually, you can all be nice to me. It's fine. Um, please, if you want a Ken song of your very own, please send them into us on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. But guys, that is all for this week's episode. Uh, we'll be back in a fortnight. If you can't wait that long, join the book club club on Patreon. Members of the club get a brand new exclusive bonus chapter episode every other week where we chat even more about the book. So... We're going to have loads more great Pierre Luigi Cleaner <laughs> anecdotes, which we're going to record right now. But they're up. Uh, there are other things. Uh, it'll be there funny. It'll be fine. Please join. Um, to listen, make sure you join the club uh, and you get access to all these exclusive episodes. You get your own book, book, bookmark. Head to patreon.com forward slash football book club. In the meantime, if you don't want to give us money, get in touch with us on Twitter at football book club, Instagram at football book club. Send us anything you want. Thank you very much for joining me. As always. Any last words? Mamma mia! Mamma mia! (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very good. Thanks for listening to Football Book Club. It featured James Berg, Jack Bernhardt, Natasha Frisco, and James Balgen. It was created and produced by James Berg. Thanks to Pierre Luigi for writing the book, but where are they all now? Well, Pierre Luigi retired from refereeing in 2005 after overseeing an Everton match, who can blame him, finally allowing him some time to sit down and relax. However, he hates that, so instead he's just been standing in his living room for 20 years. Gabriel Batistuta still finds himself occasionally giggling at Pierre Luigi Cleaner's joke and often shares it with his friends. Petrol fans, the Renault 4 was sadly discontinued in 1994. After six months of eating nothing but baby food and year-old McDonald's, Tash finally escaped Travel Lodge and returned to a leaky house. And Mark Clattenberg recently posted a badly cropped screenshot wishing everyone a happy Easter in June. The music, Hills Behind, is the work of Silent Partner and is used on the Creative Commons 4.0 basis. We'll be back in a fortnight. Until then, bye-bye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.